0: Welcome to Caribbean Storytime with your host, Yolanda Marshall. Tune into various discussions about our beautiful culture, books, authors, recipes, and everything Caribbean. Your children will enjoy reading with Miles on Caribbean Storytime. Merry Christmas and welcome to Caribbean Storytime. I'm your host Yolanda Marshall. We will be sharing with you a variety of Christmas stories um, from people growing up in the Caribbean and some here in Caribbean households. You will Become so nostalgic listening to this. Um, I was, um, of course. I'll start with myself. What do I love about Christmas? I think if anyone knows me well, Christmas is my favorite time of the year. I grew up in a household uh, where Christmas was taken seriously in a family. It's a family tradition. All every every member of my family, we celebrate Christmas. There's always a tree, there are always decorations, and most of all, a lot of food. And I carried on a lot of that tradition in making pepper pot, bacon, black cake, making garlic, uh, pork, you know, sorrel, Marby, ginger bear, the entire works. Um, I really love cooking and baking at Christmas time. And my little son, he loves it. At three years old, you ask him about Christmas, he won't say anything about Santa. He will let you know he's having black cake and sorrel. And that's how I was as a kid. You know, waking up to the nice sunrise, the standing on the stairs, calling out to your friend, oh yes, on the stairs that you scrubbed with your scraper and your brush extra clean because it was Christmas time. The scent of paint, because a lot of people refresh their home at that time. I actually did with my bathroom this year and um, it's totally renovated and redecorated and repainted and just the scent of that paint, it felt like back home. Oh, I'm so nostalgic thinking about it. But don't let me get too excited here. Let me share stories of Christmas
1: in a Caribbean home. One of the uh, best Christmas memories I have growing up was um, just going into the kitchen and just um, helping out my mom whenever she would make um, black cake, also known as rum cake. It was just, uh, I just loved the smells of um, everything baking and just helping my mom out. I remember... um, years ago I wanted to kind of uh, find out the recipe to kind of like replicate it myself. So I went over to the house one day and um I'm trying to, write down each and every measurement and stuff but you know Caribbean people they don't measure anything so I'm just trying to tell my mom mom wait I need to write down this one cup of this one cup of this one teaspoon of this but she's like no we don't need to measure so I think I got the recipe kind of how she does but um, obviously it's not going to be exact but um, just every year around Christmas time I just love helping my mom out in the kitchen and baking the traditional Christmas cake (music)
2: Hey, cuz, I got a good story for you. This is Wayne. This is my story of when I found out Santa wasn't real. So me, my brother, my sister, me, Connor and Tracy, back in Ghana, me in the room next to our parents. And, you know, we laying down in the bed and we thinking about what we're going to be getting the next day. And we hear mommy and daddy over in the other room, you know, talking quietly, paper crumbling up, boxes passing back and forth and everything. And then, you know, I look over to Connor Tracy, they already knocked out. But I, I couldn't I couldn't sleep. Like back in, in Guyana they would say, you know, this boy's haunted but no it's not I was haunted. I just couldn't wait till Christmas because I was always the first one up. But I hear mommy and daddy talking, I hear think boxes moving around, papers crumbling and stuff. So they had a part on the bed, these beds that we had where you could have climbed up and this little ledge and you could peep over the, the um the wall to the next room. So I decided, you know what? Let me climb up on the wall, peep over and see what's going on. I climbed up, I peep over. Meanwhile, Colin and Tracy knocked out like nobody's business. Meanwhile, I climbed up there, peeped over. I'm looking over with my little face and my little eyes, and I see Mommy and Daddy. Well, this one is for Tracy. Wrap this one. This one is for Colin. These two over here for Wayne. Put this on the knee. So I finally realized that's when it dawned on me, you know, blessed Santa, you know, was Mommy and Daddy all this time, Wrapping gifts, putting it under the tree and everything, so they over there wrapping, putting it on the tree. But then you, you know me. Usually, I wake up early, the first one up in the morning on Christmas morning, six o'clock, run outside, see everything under the tree, and you know what? Celebrated like like it was everything else. I ain't tell nobody, but that's the night I found out it wasn't no Santa. So that's my Christmas story, here, because
3: love you. <laughs> So so simply put, Christmas for Kids in Jamaica was all about the Christmas market. You go to the market, you see vendors everywhere, lights, toys, food, people, music. Everybody just having a good time. You know, drinking sorrel, eating rum cake. Now, my favorite memory, and one that made me sad sometimes, it was the first time I had two slices of um, rum cake and some sorrel. And I was supposed to um, go out with my friends. And I eat that cake. And see, I lay on the couch for a little bit. And girl, about three hours later, I wake up. and Everybody done gone left me. You know, but it was still good. You know, always enjoy those, um, you know, moments. You know, looking forward to hanging out with your friends and, you know. So that's what it was all about.
4: That's it. So, the best thing about Christmas at home was cooking. So, my grandmother would make ham with the pineapple on top and the cherry in the middle. Um, we would have a big Christmas dinner, but even before then, our entire house got a revamp. Um, my grandfather would buy a new TV every year for Christmas, and back then, TVs were a big thing, right? So um, we would get a new TV. we wake up Christmas morning, and there's a new TV for us to watch. We would go to church, open up our presents. And at that time, you know, everybody from, back from from abroad would send stuff, and my grandmother would keep it. I remember one Christmas, my aunt sent stuff early for my grandmother, and my grandmother opened it up probably about a week or two before Christmas and put it away and everything, and me and my cousin went. We wanted to put it under the tree, so we went through her closet and everything she got, and we put it in little black sandal bags and put it under the tree for her to open up again so it was just it was the the food and the smell of it and the the presence and more importantly for me was my grandfather because I know that him buying that t v was important. <laughs>
5: favorite Christmas memory is I was seven years old. I was in Guyana at the time, and my parents was in the United States, in New York. And it was me and my brothers and my nana that took care of us while they were up here in the States. And every year we get a barrel for Christmas. You know, what's coming in the barrel is your presents, your clothes, sweet tea, chocolate, everything to bake to make your Christmas what it is, you know. And um, Eve morning, no barrel. Everybody waiting. You know, you as a kid, you just know the barrel coming. You're waiting. You just didn't see nobody show up. You're outside playing. You're running around. You're still keeping an eye out. And 12 o'clock come lunchtime, no barrel. So, you know, you're just wondering, my nana worried because she's worried about how we're going to react to not having Christmas because we don't have the barrel she worrying, she waiting on phone calls, checking with everybody. And what was the best part of this Christmas was evening, time coming, you're coming, your baby skin, you're sitting there, you're waiting, still, you know, you're waiting for the barrel, but you don't see nothing, you ain't hearing nothing. And next thing you know, like maybe like nine o'clock late, it's dark, the door knocks, and there is the barrel. And she just opened the barrel. There was no presents being wrapped or nothing. She opened the barrel. We were so excited. The gifts was right there. Candy was right there. Just Everything was there for you to see and on a pack out of the barrel. And that was my favorite memory for Christmas because it was kind of like Santa Claus coming. But you know, deep down in my heart, I knew Santa Claus was my mom and my dad, and they always provided for us. And we just knew it was going to be there. It's the belief that knowing that they were going to send something for us, and it was, they were, no matter what they were dealing with up here in the States, they were going to send something. And that was my favorite Christmas memory because it's kind of like it came true. You're waiting for something, you know you're going to get this miracle because now that I'm 41 years old and thinking back all these years, that's my favorite Christmas memory because just knowing that you were anticipating something, you believed that it was going to be there and then it manifested. But it was better to know now reflecting that my mom and my dad really worked hard to send for us, send things for us and just always survive. So that is my favorite Christmas memory.
6: Yeah. Yeah. So the, let me see. The best thing that I like about Christmas, uh, what's wasn't Christmas memories. I remember just the good food in the family. Good food. Good food, you know, especially in the morning. You know, Fungi, Dukana, saltfish, fried bake. You know, just wake up in the morning and the smells of my mommy cooking. But it's not even that. Most importantly, the the breakfast, not the breakfast, excuse me, the, um, the gifts, just knowing what I'm going to get under the Christmas tree, probably expecting what I'm expecting, such as video games, but, but as far as memories, yeah. yeah, it's just good old family time and playing video games. Um, yeah, it's just, just typical traditional Christmas memories, you know, of course, you know, my family, my mom being from Antigua, You know, so just those memories of everybody getting together. That's all. That's all I know.
7: Hey, I'm Colin Yearwood. I was born in Guyana, South America, and um, spent the formative years of my life there before moving to the United States. And one of my favorite Guyanese Christmas memories is actually uh, of a dish. I love food. So uh, for me, it's awesome that my memory is surrounded with food. It's obvious because I love food. So one, this dish I haven't had in a couple of years. And, um, yeah, think about it. I haven't had this dish in a couple of years, but it's one of my favorite Christmas time dishes that we, we prepare in Indiana, and it's called garlic pork. Yep, garlic pork. Here's the cool thing about it. it it's prepared in a very different way than I've seen any meals prepared Um overall. So basically what it is, yes, it's pork, and there's a lot of garlic with it. But here's, here's how it's prepared. Um, I like my garlic pork a little bit fatty. So you get the pork, and um, I've never made this myself, by the way. I've seen my mom, I've seen my grandma, my sister's made a pretty good one. My dad, he is the, he's the expert now. You get, the, get some lean pork or you know some fatty pork, um, you wash it, You put it in a bottle with vinegar and water. You put a whole heap of garlic in there. You put uh, a bunch of thyme. Um, I I know in Ghana we have two kinds of thyme: the thin leaf one and a thick leaf thyme. You put it, uh, put the thyme in there with it. T H Y M E. And my accent. Um, You also put into this mixture in the bottle um, what we call weary, weary peppers. Uh, with small, some small peppers. It's not extremely hot, but it's very flavorful. Some cloves. You add some salt and everything you put into this to the bottle and you cover the bottle. And you let it sit there for about two weeks. So uh, some people say a week or so, but I, I would say maybe four, four, four days to ten days, maybe four days to two weeks. So you let this entire portion sit in the bottle, the pork with the uh, uh, up with, a, with the vinegar, the garlic, the thyme, the riri-riri pepper, the salt, the cloves, and you just let it sit there and basically marinate. Um, you have to be, I know there's a lot of rules around cleanliness with this. You, you don't open the bottle before you're using it. You don't put the different spoons and stuff in the bottle. Now, I remember us having this dish at, on Christmas morning. So here's how it's prepared, and that's the cool part. Basically, you warm up a pan, like a frying pan, and you scoop the pork and some of the liquid into the frying pan, and the whole process starts there. It, the, liquid, the liquid boils off, right? The liquid isn't, isn't soaking, it, and that kind of boils off, and then the fat from the pork starts to melt, and then the pork starts to fry, and it gives it this brown, crispy kind of uh, crust on it. That's the beauty of it. In that whole mixture, there's also thyme, garlic, cloves, and everything. Um, when it's browned, to your liking, you take it off, and you eat it with some Dany's homemade bread. That is one of my favorite Christmas meals, Christmas dishes from Guyana. Thinking about it now, my mouth is watering. Uh, I could do it with some garlic pork right about now. Um, you can always Google a good recipe, but uh, that's one of my favorite dishes from Guyana. Um, I mean, mainly, I don't think we have ever, I've never had garlic pork outside of the Christmas season. So I think it's a Dianese thing around Christmas time. Hopefully you enjoy my memory of one of my favorite meals, uh, Christmas meals um, from my favorite country, Diana. Oh, by the way, here's a tidbit, two tidbits for you. One, I think this dish is of Portuguese origin, because we are a weird mix of people, we have a mix of Africans, Indians, Portuguese, some British white, uh, native Indians, so we We have a a nice mix of people there, but I think this particular garlic pork comes from the Portuguese. All right, that's enough of it. My mouth is watering. I got to figure out how am i going to find some garlic pork this Christmas. Take care, guys.
4: Well, Christmas morning, my dad would wake up super early to put the turkey in and start cooking. And then he would just start blasting like, harangue music like soca like music like really loud so everyone could wake up and yeah like that's what i would always remember growing up is just waking up to that and those were like the best memories uh i i miss that now that i don't live at home so those were, they're such good memories to think of but i i miss actually being at home
8: Okay, my family would all gather by my grandmothers for Christmas. All through the year, my siblings and cousins would observe her preparing for it. There will always be large jugs of rice, wine, and fruit sitting under her table. Mommy, as we called her, was Guyanese. Her name was Cleopatra. She was a midwife, a homemaker, a green thumb, a chef, and I can go on. Mommy made, Sorry, Mommy baked. Multi-tiered cakes for weddings, frosting lined with almond paste and candy roses and silver beads. We would fight over who got what, like the leftover silver beads or broken roses. We all practically grew up in her kitchen. We ground mixed fruit with a huge wrought iron grinder, prunes, currants, raisins, cherries, and citrus. At Christmas time, we grated coconut for flavoring rice. We mixed batter for pound cake, all to be compensated with a mixer full of cake batter or raw shavings to eat with sugar at the end. If she was Santa, we were the elves. We all even sang carols with our aunts and uncles who sang carols on their veranda back home in Guyana. The dinner preparation was more for the grown-ups. They made sows which is a pickled dish, and sometimes matamji, a Portuguese dish, and roti for the curry goda and chicken. I remember falling asleep to scents of pepper pot and cook-up rice, ham and turkey slow cooking in the oven, burnt sugar, cloves, cocoa, nutmeg, sorrel and morbi, casareep, peppermint, and a drop of Vicks on our tongues or eucalyptus oil on our pillows. My grandmother's traditions have been carried on by my mother and her siblings, but never on the scale which we celebrated in the past. My mother's expertise is her black rum cake that she sends as gifts to all of us in beautifully decorated tins. And that's it. That was my memory for Christmas.
9: is a fun time in Trinidad where we eat lots of nice black cakes. We have lots of family members visiting from home to home. And we change our curtains, we put up new uh, furniture. And it's a fun time to see people you haven't seen in a while. I love sponge cake, so delicious. So that was one of my favorite things. I will have in Pear Dress, of course, and our Danish cookies. So, I look forward to even having apples and grapes because usually once a year in Trinidad, that's when we have that treat. So, Christmas in Trinidad is awesome listening to Taran music, having people come from house to house playing, uh, singing in Spanish. So, it was really enjoyable.
8: We'll